0: This programme was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Tell me what does
1: it look like in heaven? Is it peaceful?
0: You're listening to Radio Hawks Bay on 104.7 FM, 1431 AM, streaming across the world at www.radiohawksbay.org.nz. My pleasure, as always, to have in the studio Warren Brown from Staros. How are you going, Warren? I'm going well, thanks, Ken. Great to be here. Uh, as we talk, we are in unprecedented times with this uh, disastrous cyclone, Gabrielle. But before we start talking about that and the uh, ramifications of it, just remind our listeners,
1: Warren... Staros, what are you guys all about yeah Staros, we're a or a local not not for profit charity we we support uh, people who've lost people to suicide yes um, whether that's you know friends family loved ones any anyone that you've lost uh, we, we support anyone who comes along or anyone we might have a have a chat with and suicide
0: uh, has a ripple effect it doesn't just um, affect the person who's closest to the person
1: that's uh, taken their life, it goes way out into the community, doesn't it? Absolutely, it does. I mean, it might be people you work with, yeah, people you play sport with, you know, people you go and play cards with once a week or stuff like mm. that. It could be anything like that, but the whole community does feel it when, when someone does uh, pass away like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: And your organisation is there to, to talk to all of those people? Absolutely. Yeah. You can talk to
1: anyone who's been affected by suicide. And if we wanted to contact our Staros, how do we do that? Uh, there's a few ways. You can contact me on 27 It's 4071 my colleague Sandra on 27 Or you can look up our Facebook page, uh, which is Staros HB, and our website as well, which is staros.org.nz. Now, before last week,
0: and we're going to talk about uh, Cyclone Gabriel, but before last week, you know, you and I acknowledge every week that we've been doing this program, which is for some years now, that there are many issues out of the community which might make someone uh, take their own life. But now there are a whole lot more reasons that have just descended on Hawke's Bay. What would be some of your suggestions or recommendations were to people who are feeling, you know, particularly
1: hard hit or I, I think one of the most important things is to is to understand that you're not alone, mm-hmm. to know that you're not alone. Um, in, in situations like this, you, you'll find that communities just, you know, they they wrap arms around each mm. other and and will do anything they can to support each other, which is fantastic. I mean, Christchurch earthquake, yes, you know, It was a great a great showing of that happening. And j- just please, just understand that. Yeah, you, you could be going through some really tough stuff at the moment. You may have lost everything you own, mm. but, but please please try and you know keep that contact up with people yeah. and, and for people outside of that to make sure they're contacting you as well. That's the bottom line, isn't it? It's that reaching out and talking, talking about it. Yeah, reaching out, reaching in. I mean, talking will always be one of the greatest things we'll ever have yeah. as far as I'm concerned. It's a great tool. Because it allows you to, I suppose, express it. It allows you to vent. Yes, it does. Uh, venting, especially at the moment. But it's important to get that stuff out of there, you know, out of your head, in, in whatever way that means. And I mean, talking's a great way of doing that. Who do we talk to? Friends, mates, families, colleagues. Yep. Whoever wants to listen, I suppose. Um, and we all need to be good at that as well. We all need to listen. Want to listen, yeah,
0: uh, and also I think that from our own point of view, I mean, I was virtually unscathed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I got a little bit of water uh, flooding around my pad, and uh, I had the power up for six days. And I, you know, you think my arm had been cut off, but then when I got out into the reality after you know five days sitting at home before I could come back to work, before we got the power on, I looked around because I hadn't seen any the images yep. because we couldn't get TV, the radio was poor, yep. uh, but when I actually saw the reality that it was for some people, I thought, "Wow, I got nothing to moan about." No, I looked no. at the total devastation, and I thought, "What's going through those poor people's mind?" And you know, what do they do? Where do they go from here? And like you say, it's all about talking about it. But those lines like one seven three seven, they're important
1: now, aren't they? Totally, yeah, totally. And that's twenty four seven as well. If, yeah, for at the very least, if if you don't know no one else. Mm. Please pick up the phone and give that a call because they'll put you. They'll talk to you or put you on to whoever they think is going to be of benefit for you.
0: We have also spoken in the past that uh, mental health services. Uh, not lacking so much because there are mental health services there, but for the amount of people that might require them, in a lot of cases, you know, you hear horror stories of people waiting weeks or months. But there are other places to go, aren't
1: there? Yeah, but unfortunately for services, the pump's just really ramped up at the moment, isn't Mm. it? They're they're really under it. And for a lot of them, a lot of people can't even get to work because they're stuck Mm. in those areas where, you know, the devastations happen, so but but yeah there are there are places definitely mm-hmm. places and there's there's opportunities for people to get support as well yeah um but just going back to what you were saying before it's it's sort of like a survivor's guilt yes exactly um, which is which is understandable and i mean I suppose I thought a bit a bit like that myself, yeah. you know because you know, 'cause I've seen what's what's out there, and you think, well. I'm I'm perfectly fine, you know. We're perfectly yeah. fine. Nothing's happened to us. But I mean, the the best thing about that is because there are so many of us in that position, mm. it means there are so many of us who can help those who yeah. can't.
0: Yeah, I sort of thought I was fake. You know, here I was sitting behind the mic uh, on the breakfast show, playing the uh, the happy music, and uh, you yeah, know, my life was just really going on as normal. And then I, I thought I was looking down on myself. I thought, who is that guy? Because out there there are so many people that are suffering. That and, and this guy here, which is me, is almost almost normal,
1: living life normally. Yeah, but you're not not thinking about them, are you? <laughs> yeah, you always you always care about them, and and I think it's important that we do have a sense of normality in our lives. Otherwise, you're forever stuck in that, you know, in the negative, in the dark place. Yeah. And we, we we do need to have normal. I'm, I'm a great believer in that. And I suppose
0: it's easier to say, hey, look, you, know, you might have lost everything, but there's light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, that's, it's easier to say that sort of stuff, isn't it? But do people really want to hear that? I mean, when someone came to you and said, uh, you know, when you found out that Stu had
1: taken his off they say, hey, there's light at the end of the tunnel, Warren. No, we don't want to hear that. No, we don't no. want to hear that. You no, that's no, right. you don't we, want to hear No, that. no we don't. No, it's, it, it's about, I don't know, put your arm around them and say, what can we help you with? Yeah, that's what it's about. And uh, so what would
0: your expectation be? For those people, I mean, how can we help money? I mean, we can bowl up with a
1: casserole. Is it as simple as that? Office, absolutely. It helps, doesn't it? Mm. You know, bowl up with a casserole, mm-hmm. help them with some positions that they don't have, run some errands for them, those sort of th- all those sort of things, or just give them your time. Yeah. Um, just allow them to have a vent about what's happening for them. Yeah.
0: I guess the real problem is yet to come, though, with mental health, hasn't it? Because at the moment, everyone who's been devastated is out there cleaning out their house, cleaning off their sections, trying to get some sort of normality back together, they put a roof over their head. And once that's behind them, which could be a matter of days or weeks uh, until they find accommodation somewhere else, that's when
1: they're going to sit down and think, oh, my God, aren't they? Oh, it's a a tremendously difficult time. Mm. Uh, Yeah, there's it's going to be it's going to be hard put mm. it that way it's really going to be hard and um, we just have to do what we can to support people when we can see that they're under the pump mm. we can see that they're struggling we can, st- can see that they need some sort of support around them i mean it's difficult to, for someone to try and paint a rosy picture from what's happened for someone to yeah. say you know it'll be okay but how can you say that? Oh, you can't. How can you say that? No. So all we can do is support people in the now because the now is important. Well, in my opinion,
0: uh, which doesn't mean a lot to most people, but in my opinion, it's actually worse than, um, much worse than the COVID lockdown. Because at least with COVID, we well, you go to the supermarket or the dairy, okay, we might have had to line up and then you had to go and there was only a certain amount of people in, out, in, out. But there was some sort of uh, structure in your life that was there every day um and i know people now who are still suffering from post-covid stress yep so imagine what this is going to be like and that's three years ago covid you know the worst part of covid was three years ago wasn't it that's right so where are we going to be in three
1: years with this oh with mental health and you know we don't know but those people who who struggled in those you know those early hours of the morning when the water was coming through and they had to swim for their lives i mean that's difficult. cannot imagine it. That is really difficult. Um, again, we just need to support each other and support each other to the best way we can.
0: So what's happening with Staros, and on a slightly lighter note, I mean, uh, the last time we spoke you were having some uh,
1: meetings with, who was it? Oh, and we were running workshops that's with that's right. Tricia yeah. Henry. That's right. which, Trisha Henry. Which, as we sit here today, it, they are meant to be tomorrow. Yeah, okay. <laughs> And so we, you know, we caught up with Trisha, and we decided that's, you know, everything that's happened. It's we're, we're going to postpone them. Yes, we will hold them mm-hmm. because they are important, extremely important, and it's important for the people who um, had registered to come along. It's yes. a, you know, f- for those frontline workers who are supporting people, and for their managers and and team leaders. Mm-hmm. You know that that's what the workshops were for, and um, we're still going to we're still going to hold those yep. um, at a, an appropriate time down the track. So just we will um, we have um, contacted everyone about that. Um, it's on the website as well. We've put it on Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, but we will be in touch when um, we have a. Um, an appropriate time yeah. to reschedule. Yeah. Having said that, are those workshops that Trisha
0: does are they available for someone, for instance, to go online to have a look at? I mean, I know you know we we've had uh, Rob Makaraka on this program a couple of three times over the last some few years, but I, I guess some of his uh, chats to people are available online for them to get some comfort from.
1: Yeah, yeah, Rob's Rob's done a few podcasts and things like that mm. over over the last few years. Um, Treasure, I was—I was actually going to have a word with Treasure about um, whether we can, you know, get to a place where we can actually stream our workshops. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a—I actually had a letter the other day, or an email, not a letter. It's almost like do a people letter. do letters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like an email. We had an email the other day from a, a lady in Australia mm. who had seen it, who had seen our posts and was really keen to, um, you know, to maybe. A, Attend online mm. for one of those, and I said, Oh, we're not set up for that, but I'll have a, I'll have a word with treasurer and see what we can do. Yeah, that's easy enough to do, you know, you just need a camera. Then before yeah, you know, it's, it's technology, yeah,
0: sh- <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, well, so
1: hopefully, we can um, put something in place a bit, bit, bit further down the track, yeah. Okay, if you had to give out uh, your top three tips uh,
0: for people to uh, get through this next few weeks,
1: what would they be? Yeah, it's a good question. A big loaded question from Keith. Yes, so. it is, <laughs> <laughs> as always. But, but yeah, don't forget to to look after you, because you can't look after anyone else unless you look after you for mm-hmm. a start. That's most important. Um, keep keep tabs on on those you know and and even anyone you you may work with or you see around in your neighbourhood or something. Who may not be in the same space have always been mm. because you know you said before you know we've we've you know yourselves and and me personally we've we've been unaffected really yes. by what's happened we're extremely fortunate with that but it doesn't mean these other things don't creep in as well mm. so you keep an eye out for people so look after yourself keep an eye on out for others give them your time. Um, just just support other yeah. you know support each other, because that's the most important thing we have at the moment. Yeah I mean I myself
0: have experienced the black dog many times, and what I found was that um, actually getting out of your environment, because you know I find that if I'm alone with what's inside my head, that's the worst thing I can be. So unlike you who might bike 200 kilometers, I get out and have a, either a very brisk walk or a run, and I find that very cathartic to get out and exercise. Because you know, as much as I'm not a fan of it, you oh, know, totally when agreed. you get back,
1: you think, whew, I'm glad I did that. Totally agree. And, and we were talking earlier about, you know, it's it's important that we, we have some normality in our lives. Mm. Because normal keeps us, I don't know, in a in a good, well, keeps me in a good headspace. Yeah. So I'm not going to say for everyone, but it keeps me in a good headspace. And I make sure I go, I get out and go for a walk or go for a, a small bike ride or yeah. Just at the very least just get outside because it really does help does yeah. help.
0: I also heard someone talking uh, the other day with said that, you know someone always says, oh there's always someone worse off than you are, so you should be grateful for what you've got God. well you know you know you, like you said a bit earlier, you don't want to hear that no you sometimes don't. you don't want to you know that inside yourself that you know okay, you might be alive and someone else has died, but if you've just lost everything that you own. You don't want to hear that. So you know, yes,
1: there is always someone worse off than you are. So how do you how do you cope with that?
0: Yeah, well, don't,
1: don't underestimate that everyone has a story. We we might have similarities with that, that, those stories, but you know their stories and their grief and trauma that they're going through is, is theirs. You know, it's it's like I've said before when you know I've been talking with with other people affected by suicide for coming up 11 years now mm-hmm. and you know with Staros and people ask me you know doesn't that affect you And I, obviously it affects me but yes. it's, it's not my story it's mm. their story I have an understanding of what they're going through and I think that's much the same as us we have an understanding what people are going through but do we know their, their trauma their grief what what's happening with them no we don't no. so it's important that we we're just a bit careful with, you know, what we say, you know, what our actions are around people, all those sort of things.
0: Yeah. That can also be a problem, isn't it? If you're trying to be too careful about what you say, then many of us might be reluctant to contact you because, I think, for me, Timbers, what if we say the wrong thing to Warren? You know, so you think, you know, and you've, you've probably heard it yourself. Oh, you, you'll get over it, Warren. You know, but, and it's just a natural thing for people to say, and so maybe people... You know, obviously, you need to be, i
1: saying, careful about what you say. But yeah, how do you approach that? Because oh, you, we're going to say the wrong thing anyway, aren't we? Oh, yeah, but you can't walk around on eggshells for the no. rest of your lives, can you? I mean, I'm I'm, I'm talking about just touch space with people. You know, again, we've talked about it. Whether that's a text, a phone call, yeah, knock on the door. How you doing? Just sort of touch space with you, see how you are. Mm. Open it up for them because if they, they know that you care they know that you're there to support them yeah. you'll be surprised don't, don't be surprised that they'll tell you anything so.
0: and I think that's the that's key you've just hit it on the head that uh, as long as people know that you're there for them then um, you, know, you don't have to be knocking at their door or even going around to see no. them but you say like, hey look we are here for you if you need us just pick up the blower
1: yeah as a, and as I said it's, a, it's important that people understand that they're not alone mm. nobody has to be alone and nobody is alone we just have to be very careful about what we do with that. Was that three tips or just one? I don't know, it's probably <laughs> Twenty-five, I think. But that's yeah, all right. That's right. <laughs> uh,
0: but I think the key is is talking about it. I mean, even if you're talking about it, and it's all negative stuff that you're saying. It's good, like you say. It's like uh, popping a
1: a pimple isn't it you got to get got to get that bad stuff out oh yeah and I've, I've always said it because it, it works for me and yeah I, I don't say anything unless you know my opinions are based on what's happened for sure. me so uh, you know for me talking about what's happened with my son and that has been it's been good for me it's yeah. been able to get out of my head get yes, it out of my right. inside and you know we, I personally believe we need to do that.
0: Yeah, and no one's ever going to say to you that your opinion is wrong because, as far as you're concerned, yeah, it's one hundred percent, isn't it? Being, yeah, Every, that's, that's how you're feeling. It's your everyone's journey. Everyone's allowed an opinion, Ken. Yeah, that's right. the
1: thing. Yeah. That people people may disagree with me. That's and that's perfectly fine.
0: Yeah. If I wanted immediate help, though, one seven three seven or everyone knows those numbers. But who can you go to right now that you could actually walk in and say, "I need help." Or does it have to be on the blower and say, so "Come and see us next week"? Can you go to somewhere immediately that you know of?
1: Yeah, it's a. Well, I know it's another difficult question. It's a difficult question because the the places that should be offering that probably are not resourced to mm. to cope with that, and they haven't been resourced for many years. Um, I mean, our, ourselves we've we've made connections over over the eleven years with a lot of wonderful community groups as mm-hmm. well. Um, we we have can you know, those connections allow us to let people know who they are, those sort of things. So I mean it it is a it you know, it's it's something it's lacking in this in this yes, country. It is. Yes. Um we need to have, have those places where people can just rock up and say, look, I'm having a real real tough day are you able to help me or something
0: yeah. and I think the other thing is that and again we have talked about it before it's not that necessarily that mental health is underfunded it's just that you cannot get the professionals isn't it
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: the, the, someone told me it takes 10 years to train to be a psychologist
1: Yeah, they're not grown on trees are they <laughs> no, no <laughs> those are not but you know there's also that you know not everyone has to be trained you know, counsellor, psychologist or anything. Yes. You just have to be a person, a human being who who gives us toss about PPM.
0: Well said. I'm going to leave the final word for you today.
1: Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone you like. <laughs> yeah, no, th- thanks, Ken. I've, like, I, like I say, it's, please look after yourselves. It's important that you do that because you need to be in a good space before you can support and help others. So take care of you, and the more of us that do that um, just builds that army of people who can take care of others and support others.
0: Well said. As always, my pleasure, Warren. You look after yourself. we talk at the same time, same place next time.
1: Thanks, Kim. Great to be here, mate. Thank you.
0: This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.